Hello from the members of First United Methodist Church in Royce City. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We hope you find it meaningful and relevant. You're invited to join us for worship anytime, and you can learn more about our worship options, location, and small group opportunities by visiting our website, fumcroycecity.org. Today, we hear from our pastor, Reverend Chris Everson. May God bless you as you listen to His Word proclaimed. A couple of announcements that I forgot to uh, to mention uh, before. I just got kind of scrambled. You know, just to back up on what Richard was saying about our daily bread food pantry. I had the uh, opportunity to go and work on work at the food pantry on Thursday, and I don't think you're kicking me out, are you, Richard? Come back, right? Okay, good. All right, good. It was so much fun uh, to just to hang out with uh, other church members and non-church members. We had a couple non-church members that that are volunteering at the food pantry now, and, and just to be able to to help uh, provide food for for families that come by. And I tell you, we give out a lot of food. I mean, I I don't know exactly the uh, the poundage per basket but uh there is a lot of food that is given away every thursday and every saturday so uh richard said that you can contact brenda stringfellow uh, but also if you go to the website fumcroycity.life there is a card for our daily bread food pantry that you can go to and you can put in your information and i know that brenda will get back to you you know let us know uh if you'd like to come in once a month uh, pick a Pick a week to come in. I think Trace and I are going to get back uh, to the food pantry at least once a month to help out because it, it's just a, a great opportunity to to actually put into practice what we talk about a lot as a church, being the hands and feet of Christ to our community and be able to serve those around us. The other thing I wanted to make sure that I lifted up, I know that it's not on the online bulletin because uh, we I was gone and we had a lot of stuff that we were putting together on Tuesday for staff meeting. But starting on Wednesday night at 6 o'clock, I'm going to go back on live, uh, Facebook Live, to do a prayer time, do a couple of songs, do prayers and everything, just to, uh, to stay reconnected with you all and uh, just to make sure that we have uh, some other connection points as well uh, during the week. We'll also be able to do announcements, just other things that are going on. So uh, put that on your calendar uh, Wednesdays at 6. I will be doing that. You know, uh, one of the things that I, I love about vacation, uh, it's just that I know that everything is going to be taken care of here, especially in the, the wackiness of the, the world that we are in right now. Uh, I know I have uh, one, two, three, four, uh, pretty much all the staff here except for Wanda. Wanda and, and, uh, and Tom are, are not here, but I uh, just wanted to say thank you to them as uh, for all that they do and for the work that they do to make make everything continue to run and continue to go smoothly it's just so such a uh, an uplifting experience to know that uh, everything is taken care of even when things are kind of oh uh, kooky right now uh, but I you know we have an amazing staff and I am just thankful to be uh, their their leader and uh, work uh, side by side with them and for all the work that they do. The other thing, uh, the past couple weeks I, I, I shared in my introduction of the, the two uh, guest speakers that we have, I love that I had the opportunity for you to hear a couple of people who are, are very special to me, people that I would consider 
mentors in ministry, Reverend Dr. Jan Davis two weeks ago and uh, Reverend Dr. James Bryant Smith last week. You know, normally in a, in a normal world, I wouldn't have had the opportunity to, to have them come and, and speak because Jim is in Wichita and Jan right now is in Fayetteville, Arkansas. So it would be hard to have them come and, and preach on a Sunday morning. So I, I hope that you were blessed by uh, their messages and, and uh, it helped you uh, grow in your faith as we all try to move together. So with all of that out of the way, I invite you now to go to God with me in prayer. Would you please pray with me? Oh God, our life are full of seasons. And, and we move from season to season, sometimes are seasons of joy, sometimes are seasons of sorrow. Sometimes there are seasons of busyness, sometimes there are seasons of, of just not much going on. But Lord, we are, are getting ready to move into a new season. A season where yet the future is still kind of dim for us. We don't know exactly what's going to be going on ahead of us. But there is one thing that we do know is that no matter what season we're in, no, no matter what we step into, your love and your grace is always there for us. So Lord, as we gather and begin this time together, we pray that you let the words of my mouth and the meditation of each heart here be pleasing in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Amen. You know, one of the things that uh, was talking with the staff about this last Tuesday, and we've been working on it over the past few weeks, is it was trying to start to think about how we will do uh, a, a Christian education, if you will, uh, through this upcoming next uh, season. You know, uh, September is that time where we start to think about uh, school starting, we start thinking about other classes that we can take. We, we, we look at it as a jumping off point, but we're still doing that. Uh, e even though we may not have traditional small groups that are meeting, we are still looking at how can we continue to help our church and help each other grow in our faith. There's a fancy word for this that I, I wanted to throw out. I'm not going to really do that much with it, but it's called catechesis. Uh, during staff, we were laughing about uh, Tracy and I bringing up all of our cats to have them roam around the uh, sanctuary while we talked about this, but now we decided not to do that. I should have put the uh, graphic that April made. Maybe we can share that uh, uh, later with all the cats talking about catechesis, but it has absolutely nothing to do with felines. Uh, what catechesis is, it is a, a simply, it's, it's Christian learning. And what it is, it is something that has been used throughout all of, of history for, for the Christian faith to help new converts or, or, or to help those who are part of the church to, to grow in their faith. A lot of the things that we do on, on Sunday morning involves a, a catechesis moment, if you will. The, the sermon is basically a, a catechesis moment where hopefully... What's said here or what's said online can, can help you to continue to grow as a disciple of Jesus Christ. 
we have our, our confirmation class that comes from the word catechesis. It, it's a way for, for people to help grow and become members of Christ's church. But when I look at, at catechesis, I, I see it being divided up into two separate categories. The, the first category is, is scripture, making sure that we fully understand what scripture is and how we can take that scripture to apply it to our lives so that we can then grow in our faith of God. And then there is doctrines. Now, doctrines is that thing that, that we use to help us to see how we move forward together as the body of Christ. It helps us to see what we hold as, as true and as, as holy. If you remember uh, this past year, we did a series where I talked about doctrines and, and, and faith and all of that type of stuff. We'll try to link that so you can see that, uh, that, that sermon later. But learning about scriptures and learning about doctrines is important for, for two particular reasons that I wanted to talk about this morning. First, that it helps us to grow as disciples of Jesus Christ. See, see scripture and doctrine should be a, a personal thing. It should be something that, that we grab a hold of so that we continue in our knowledge and understanding of who Jesus is in our lives and what it means to have Jesus as our Lord and Savior and how we follow in that faith. But there's a second part that is, that is extremely viable for, uh, valuable when we talk about catechesis and that it helps us to reach out to our neighbor in faith, in love, and in action. See, both of those things need to be side by side with each other. You can't just say that I want to learn more about doctrine and learn more about scripture so it'll benefit me because then it, it, it turns us inward and it makes us uh, the ability not to see the, the, what's going on around us. And we can't just say that we, we want to do things to reach out to our neighbors in faith, love, and action because then it, help, it, it makes us in a way ignore the growth that should be happening inside of us. So we are starting this catechesis series, if you will, to, to kind of jump into a way for us to grow together as disciples of Jesus Christ. And, and we're going to look at, at three different aspects. We're going to look at the Apostles' Creed. We're going to look at the Lord's Prayer, and we are going to take a look at the Ten Commandments. Now, I'm saying that it's not going to be a three-week series. It's going to be a series that's going to go on for a while so that we can actually dig into these different parts and say, why do we do this? Why, why do we have these moments that we, we talk about the Apostles' Creed? Why do we pray the Lord's Prayer every Sunday? And why, even if it's way back early in the Old Testament, why do we still hold the importance of the Ten Commandments? We'll, we'll talk about that together. But I, I wanted us to look at why we look at Scripture and why we look at doctrines, at ways that we continue to grow as disciples. The first Scripture that we have this morning is a very simple passage. It's one of my favorite passages, uh, even when 
Amy Grant sang it in the late in the early 80s on one of her her uh, albums. That's from Psalm 119, verse 105. And simply put, it says, "Your word is a lamp for my feet and a light on my." Your word is a lamp for my feet and a light on my path. See, that, that's what the role of, of Scripture is for us. It helps us to, to see where it is that we walk. It, it helps us to see where it is that we are called to go. I really like the Common English Bible's translation of this passage. It says that your word is a, a lamp before my feet and a light for my journey. And, and the reason why I like a light for my journey better than I like a light on my path, whenever I think about path, I, I, I think that I'm looking down at, at the area that's around me. But when, when we take a look and see that it is a light for my journey, it helps me to see where it is that God is calling me to go. It's important to make sure that, that we look at what is happening around us. But when we are following Jesus Christ, we are called to, to go forward, to, to move out into dark places. But the important thing to remember that when we go out into those dark places, God will always give us a path that we can walk. And we know that with that light, God's presence will always be with us, no matter where our journey takes us. You know, we've had friends who have, have moved away, but we see that they've stayed firm in their faith because that while they were on their journey, they stayed on the path that God has given them, and God is, continues to light the way for them. The other passage that I wanted to, to quickly take a look at is the way that we look at how we are supposed to reach out to our neighbors in faith, love, and action. And these are the words that Jesus gives us at the very end of the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 28, verses 19 and 20, where Jesus says, Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. You don't have to go that far in this passage to see the, the action that we are called to do as people of faith. Jesus' first two words in this passage is, therefore, go. Therefore, go. It doesn't matter where you go, but you are going to make disciples of all nations. You are going to share the love and grace of Jesus Christ in a tangible way so that they may experience the love and grace of Jesus Christ, that, that we so so graciously and so lovingly except for ourselves. See, those are the ways that we, we live out of this, this Christian learning or this catechesis. And as I said, we're going to explore how we do that through the Apostles' Creed. And the reason why we're doing that with the Apostles' Creed, because I know, folks, we say it almost every Sunday. 
And I know that there are people who are tired of saying the Apostles' Creed every Sunday. But the reason why we do it is because it reminds us of the love that, that God has for us. So we want you to dig into this ancient creed to hopefully make it come alive for us. We said for the Lord's Prayer. Every Sunday we say the Lord's Prayer. When we celebrate communion this morning, as we prepare to receive the gift of bread and cup, we will recite the Lord's Prayer together. But, but why did Jesus give us this prayer? And how are we to use it to continue our, our faith development and continue our growth as children of God? And then the Ten Commandments, some of the most famous words ever written, but also some of the most controversial words ever written. Why, why do we have these and why do we hold to these commandments and, and how are, are they words that help us to understand the relationship that we have between the one who created us and to the ones that we spend life with day after day. I'm, I'm excited for this series, but I'm also excited for other ways that we continue to find uh, growth as disciples. As April mentioned in our, our, uh, our announcements this morning, you know, we are working on several different classes that are going to be amazing in our our growth. We just finished up a series on encountering the Holy Spirit and, and for me and I know for others that have participated in that it helped them to grow as disciples of Jesus Christ and as we look at ways to understand scripture more and as we look for ways to understand how we gather in relationship with one another we understand and see the love of Jesus Christ in the midst of all of that. So your action for this week, look over the Apostles' Creed. Look over the, the Lord's Prayer and the Ten Commandments. And if you have time, see if you can actually memorize all three of those things. So, so they are words that when you come into the conflict, or if you come into a moment uh, uh, where you aren't sure of where you are headed, those are words that you can go to to allow the strength and love of God to help you grow and to give you comfort and peace in times of trial. That's why I was so thankful that we actually started doing communion again. And, and, and why we're not doing it as we would normally do it, it, it always brings me great joy to know that we can gather to break the bread and to, 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 to take this cup. To allow the grace that we receive here to be grace that carries us on each and every day. So as we prepare for this holy meal, remember that all we do gives us the opportunity to grow. Now all we do gives us the opportunity to be strengthened in the love and grace of Jesus Christ so that we may share that grace with others. Let us pray. Oh God, we thank you for opportunities for us to grow in our faith. 
We thank you for ways to learn more about who you are and to share that love and knowledge with one another. So God, so as we take this opportunity to partake in the gift of Holy Communion, guide us and lead us so that we may be strengthened for the journey. The journey that your life will always light when we follow your work. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.